Hello and welcome to another episode of the First and Ten podcast with Giants fan Shane and Seahawks fan Danny. Danny, how you doing? Yeah, all good. How about you? Yeah, not too bad. Um, back with another episode tonight. Obviously, the draft is a week tomorrow. We're recording this on Wednesday night, but it'll probably go out tomorrow as in Thursday. So, uh, the draft's seven days away. Um, doing our mock draft tonight and just covering a bit of news that's going on. I'm enjoying your lockdown at the minute. Aye, all good. Um, I'm, I'm sat here watching a stream of a Madden game of the league I'm in uh, on me big TV. Uh, so, like, actually watching it as if it's sports. <laughs> the, the, the only sport you can grasp at the minute, bit of e-sports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but other than that, uh, playing... Football manager, 10 hours a day. Um, enjoying the sun. <laughs> enjoying the sun in the garden with the barbecue. Uh, I'm still doing bits and pieces at work, like uh, the staff payroll and doing promotions and putting out memes and and stuff for the club, like like uh, when lockdown's over, this and that, blah, blah, blah. But uh, it's, it's just like a bit of all of that, really. Yeah, just the new way of life. Yeah. Can't um, see why everybody's like complaining so much really. It, it it's not exactly hard. It's like it's 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 not like we're being like sent a war on out. It's like just just nah, in the house. On rations and being checked every time you leave the house. Right. Um so yeah, what what we're covering tonight is we'll uh, we'll just talk touch on a bit a bit of news that's happened over the last seven days. Since our last podcast, then we're going to crack straight on to the uh, first and ten mock draft. Um, obviously, we short- sorted the divisions out last week, um, so we'll crack on with that. Um, first of all, just covering the uh, the news of this week. Uh, probably the biggest news is McCaffrey's new contract. Uh, yep. Um, was it six? Six sixteen? Was it something like that? Sixteen million a year. Um, I haven't seen how much of it was guaranteed, or, or was it all of it? Um, I ain't sure. I don't. I don't. I don't think it was all of it. Um, let me see if I can Because I just saw six sixty-four million over four years, or something. It's like sixteen million a year. Yeah, six sixty-four million four-year extension. Um, no mention I can see in regards to the guarantee, so maybe that that hasn't come out just yet. Um, but to me, it's it, it's a different situation to any other running back. Um, he's touched the ball the most of like over the last three years or something, like in the whole league. Um, he's the First guy ages, uh, like thousand thousand seasons, like thousand Russian thousand receiving is really rare. Um, he's did that, uh, so he's like a receiver as well. Um, and had a wide receiver had his stats and being paid ten million a year, and then a running back 
uh, with his stats being paid six million a year, people would see a bargain. Um, but like he's he's two players in one. Like I don't think he's gonna have the same shelf like life as like Zeke, like running through, getting smashed every every player kind of thing. Um, so some people have questioned like don't pay running backs. Um, but I think like uh, McCaffrey's like a, a Swiss Army knife as Bucky Brooks likes to say. Um, he's he's not just a running back. Like, so he's an exception to the don't pay running backs rule, in my opinion. Yeah, he's played well, especially over the, uh, the like the last two years, and obviously, especially last season, um, kind of reset the market, which is what we kind of expected. Uh, he got paid more than I think was it. Gurdy got paid the most. He got done by Zeke and then Zeke's been done by McCaffrey it's um, it's it, it, it's just it's, it's one of them things it's, it, it's how it goes the next guy to get paid just wants a quid more than the last guy yeah exactly <laughs> Um, you know, you know I'll be interested to see what happens over the next 12 months because obviously Barkley will be up for contract um, in a sort of similar time period obviously being drafted a year before McCaffrey so I'll be interested to see what he has, but I think a lot of it will rely on the season that he has this upcoming season, if we do have a season. Um, so, yeah, I think no no one can argue he's um, the, the value he brings to the, the Panthers team. He's obviously the probably the best player on that roster at the minute. Obviously, with Keithley being retired and the quarterback position being up in the air, DJ Moore's not really quite lived up to it yet. Uh, Olsen's gone. So, you know, McCaffrey is like the uh, face of the franchise, so to speak, now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, be be interesting to see what happens sort of with the next next but lot of running backs, which I imagine will be uh Barkley. Um but other than that, the uh what did you think of the Browns uniforms today that got unveiled? Um if I'm honest, I haven't even looked at them. <laughs> they're not they're not nothing to you're not missing much, believe me. Uh, Another tr- went to um Unveil their uniform today, but I ain't seen anything on it yet. Um, I did like the Falcons and the Bucks ones, though. Um, I thought the Falcons ones, uh, like obviously, obviously we haven't spoke since they were un- unveiled as well. Um, but I did like the Falcons one, how the shirts went red, then black, so it like mixed in with the shorts. Yeah, I thought. I- I think the books is an improvement on there. Look a little bit clean and that. Um, I don't like the Atlanta ones. I just don't get what the ATL is all about. Like, yeah, um, or just put Falcons. Yeah, like, uh, I just thought like it's it, it, it's kind of cool how like the shirt's got like the same color as the pants on, so it like blends in. Um, it's it, it's not like this is your top and this is your pants. Like it all looks like it's one. I just think it looks pretty cool. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the, the charges. I, I am expecting to be obviously they have their powder blue that they wear occasionally, or they brought back last year, I think it was. Um, and that is really, really, uh, I imagine later on tonight, um, and there'll be any other, other bit of uniform changes. I know the Colts have modified. Yeah. Um, 
Aye, so I, I think that's probably uh, enough news, and let's let's get in on the main event. Why? Why everybody's here? Yeah, exactly. Um, obviously, just seven days till the NFL draft, so now's a good time to do our mock draft. Um, we split the divisions last week, and I'm going to be first up with the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, and can we just uh, stress before we start? So if anybody's like listening, or uh, if anybody pulls on the on on the picks, like when they've come out, like this is not what we think will happen. It's what we would do. So if we were the Jags GM, if we were the Giants GM, like it's not what we think. Oh, they're gonna do this because of that. It's 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 what we would do. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think if you try and predict what other teams are gonna do for a couple of positions like the Bengals and the Redskins, it'll be okay. But by the time you get to about pick six and seven, it's just going to be all over the place. Um, so, yeah, this, this is just what we would do if we were the GM for that team. So, um, we'll get started then. So, the uh, the first and tenth mock draft is officially underway. Um, so, with the first pick, um, I'll be picking for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, and I'm going to take Chase Young. Uh, my reason being was a couple of years ago, the Cleveland Browns were number one pick and they had the chance to take a quarterback who had one good year. They decided not to, and they decided to take a pass rusher in Miles Garrett. I don't think that's turned out too bad for him. Um, so I'm taking Chase Young for the Bengals. Straight away, fucking up the draft boards, eh? Yeah. Uh, but one to rock it. Nah. Um, but as we say, that's just what I'd do. Yeah, um, I, I I do exactly the same. Like if if Chase Young was on the board, wherever I picked, I would take Chase Young. Um, like ah, uh, the Redskins don't have a second round pick. Um, and I would love the Seahawks to see like he's our first this year. The two seconds we've got this year, the first and second next year. And like tree flowers, like our starting corner too, and and say like you haven't got a second this year. You're low on picks. You you're low on players. Whatever, like take this bounty and then like the Seahawks move up and straight away the Super Bowl looks looks more likely if you got Chase Young on the edge. Uh, yeah, like um, like like I think he's that good. I would give that much up for him. Um, yeah, and that's probably not a bad thing considering how. Awful Seahawks tend to be in the first couple of rounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So, over to you with the second pick and the Redskins. Yeah. Obviously, Chad was off the board. Yeah, I'm stuck in a bit of a rock and a hard place here with the Redskins now. Um, so, second. Hmm. Is it too high? Uh, is the wide receiver class too loaded? Is it too high to go on here? Uh, can you pass on Burrow? But like I said, after one good year, like it was amazing. He looks amazing, and everything is amazing. But he's done it once, so can I? Uh, I'll put you on the back foot here. <laughs> uh, um, I'm, I, I'm gonna absolutely surprise you. I'm gonna blow you away. You are getting an offensive tackle. And I'm going to put Jarrett Wills at number two overall for the Redskins. 
Okay, I was surprised. I, I was looking at it and I was thinking I'd take offensive tackle here. Obviously, um, Trent Williams. Um, Protect Haskins. Yeah, he's not going to be staying around. Protect Haskins early on. And for me, Jedrick Wills is the best tackle in this draft and that's the guy I want the Giants to take at four. Um, but I do think you'd go there. Um, I don't know where you were planning on going, um, but I didn't think you'd go offensive tackle there. So uh, I think we both surprised each other with the first two picks. Yeah, well, I was going to go Chase Young. Um, and then I toyed with Derek Brown, but the Redskins have took too much over there. Um, uh, I thought Beryl, but then I thought, nah, let's... Uh, Let's protect Haskins here and uh, let's do something I normally wouldn't. Yeah. Um, so the next pick is at number three with the Detroit Lions that fall to myself. Um, you know, you could uh, you could toss a coin here. I could make a play for Simmons, Akuda, or Derek Brown. I think all three bring a lot to the um, a lot to the Lions team. But I'm going to go for Isaiah Simmons. Um, I think he can play multiple positions. So, you know, he can cover people if he's needed to. Taking a cornerback, they're just going to focus on that. I think the cornerback depth in the sec- uh, start of the second round is going to be pretty good for the Lions, where they can address it there. Um, whereas I feel like the linebacker depth is severely slacking. Yeah. In the sort of second round, so I'm going to go for a size Simmons with a third pick. Yep. Um, so up next, we have myself with your Giants. Yeah. Obviously, we don't pick for each other, our own team. So that's great balls. No, I do think Barrow is better than Jones. <laughs> nah. nah. Um, I'm gonna go with Okudre. Um Gonna give the Giants a cornerback after DeAndre Baker flopped so much last year. So two years in a row, I'm picking a cornerback for the Giants. One of them's got to work. Eh? <laughs> yeah, um, I wouldn't be happy with that pick. Um, again, you got to protect the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Solder had a bad year last year. Uh, I don't think Cam Fleming's going to be the answer at right tackle. Um, for me, I think they'll be looking at tackle here. Well, I think that's in the draft. Um, and obviously, bringing James Bradbury just means for me the quarterback not a priority. I do think they'll address it in the draft, but I don't think they'll address it uh, probably within the first four rounds, if I'm honest. Uh, yeah, well, when you, when you struggle with pass rush, you need need good DBs and there's no pass rush worth taking here so let's get people who can cover um, and then I'm up again at five with the Dolphins and I'll be over the moon with this because it's who they want in uh, in real life it's who all 32 teams have as the number one quarterback and they're not tanking for Tua, they're busting for Burrow so the Dolphins are going to be happy with Joe Burrow at number five they didn't have to move anywhere yeah um I think if that first pick happened that way, the old draft gets shaped. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you know, as the draft sort of panned out this way, I think people will be amazed. Uh, obviously, I'm up now with the uh, LA Chargers. I was going to say San Diego Chargers then. Um, 
and I'm going to take the guy who won't be on your board anywhere to her. Um, yep. I think he'll suit playing for the Chargers. Um, I, I think the Chargers would be happy with that pick. I know there's question marks over his hip, over his medical injury concerns, etc. But um, I'm happy with him getting number six to the Chargers. Uh, yeah, I'm sure the Chargers uh, will be already thinking about that. I've seen stuff that they might trade up with the Giants, like Giants drop to six, Chargers go to four. Like, I th- the Giants could probably get a second round pick out of that. <laughs> yeah, obviously, that'd be great. They've traded away the third for um, Williams, Leonard Williams. So, you know, the Giants do need to get an extra pick somewhere early in the third round or in the second round. Um, I think Detroit's probably going to be the first stumbling point of this draft where there could be a trade. Um, with the Panthers. Panthers. Yeah, pick number seven with the Panthers. Uh, I'm going to go with... I've seen him mock Derek Brown a lot. Um, but just because of the new quarter I've just pointed, appointed... Um, I think Tristan Wirfs makes more sense for me, coach. Um, get a tackle there. Uh, I've got Teddy Bridgewater. He's, he's got a new protecting. He likes the short passing game, uh, so they don't have to protect long. Um, but uh, I think they've got a nice offensive coach from college. Uh, and they're going to start building the offense after previously being a. Uh, team who builds from the defence yeah um, I don't know what's going on I mean two of your first four picks have been our loyal <laughs> <laughs> I'm just taking them off the board for you so you've got to pick some real players I know yeah um, but at pick eight that's not going to be happening uh, Cardinals are going to have them taking McCoy back then I think if they hadn't traded for Hopkins earlier in the season they'd have gone wide receiver potentially um, but you know I feel that they've got a good Good wide receiver in Hopkins. Obviously, they've still got fits. They've got a couple of other wide receivers that um, can develop in, in, the, in this season under Seth Murray's second year. Um, speaking of Murray, I think you know they need to prioritise on protecting him. Uh, so, I'm going to have him take in McCoy Beckton. Um, I think he's the one to tackle in this draft who has a very, very, very high ceiling, but also a very low floor. Um, I think he's probably the riskiest pick of the tackles this year. Uh, so uh, I think that just leaves Andrew Thomas out there, top four tackle gadgets, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. So with the Jags, um, I'm not going to go Andrew Thomas to keep Minshew up. <laughs> Minshew up. I'm going to go Derek Brown. Uh, they've just lost. Um... Campbell. Oh, yep. Uh, Calais Campbell. Uh, they're likely going to lose. Uh, and got where uh, they drafted Josh Allen last year, and this year they're going to take that interior guy who I've been high on for two years. Now, uh, Derek Brown, I think it's a good fit. Uh, he'll fit the defense, he'll fit the scheme, uh, and he'll, he'll 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 start from the off. Yeah, um, he's someone who I've seen mocked quite a lot as well. Uh, obviously, we ran a mock draft on the PFL website. Um, I have the Jags. And I took exactly the same player, Derek Brown. I think he's just one of them. That position there just makes too much sense. Yeah. Seen some rumours about 
maybe um, CJ Henderson, the cornerback there, or um, a tackle, and maybe kick Cam Robinson, who played left tackle last year inside to guard. But um, yeah, the deep brain one makes just too much sense, in my opinion, for him to fall there. Um, with the 10th pick, um, I'm going to play it safe again. Going to get Baker Mayfield, the left tackle. Um, they've not really had a good left tackle since Joel Thomas obviously retired. So this time they get Andrew Thomas. And uh, I think he may be the best pure left tackle in this draft. Um, and I think Baker Mayfield would be quite happy with that. Yep. Uh, then I'm up with the Jets. Yep. And here comes the first wide receiver, Jerry Judy. Um, I like him a, a bit more than C.D. Lamb and Henry Ruggs. I think Judy is more reliable. Like he, he'll, he'll be ready to start faster. Like the others are kind of explosive kind of guys. Uh, Judy's quick, um, but I th- uh, see him being like AJ Brown. Like yeah. um, like he'll 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 run all the routes. He'll come in. He'll uh, he'll catch a lot of passes. Uh, he's he's really he's really reliable. Um, he's not going to be like Marquise Brown where he has like um, like a couple of explosive one play touchdowns, which I think uh probably Ruggs is going to be like like that guy. Um, but uh, let's get um Sam Darnold a new toy. Yeah, um, I'm glad you went that way. To be fair, because uh, number 12 for the Raiders, I'm going to take who, in my opinion, is the best wide receiver in this draft class, and that's C.D. Lamb. Um, I think Jerry Judy is going to be an absolute fantastic prospect as well, but I'd just have C.D. Lamb just ahead of him. Um, I just think he's going to be better. Me, me only problem with C.D. Lamb, and it's not his fault, Um is that he's come from the Sooners. Like it's a very offense heavy league. Um like it's 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 offense, offense, offense. Uh obviously they've got Lincoln Riley, who's quarterbacks won the Heisman two year in a row, and then Jalen Hurts put up mental n- numbers last year. Um and like I just think is 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 a lot of his like like scheme and in, in division as well, where Judy plays like in a more defensive team and it's like slugger of a conference and he 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 still looked like a baller, but uh, like that's like I, I think they're neck and neck, but that's why I went with Judy over him. Yeah, I only said I think there's much in it. You know, if I had to grade him, I'd put one at maybe. An eight out of ten, and I'll put the other one at like an eight point one or a seven point nine. Yeah, it's it, 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 or it's like one a one b. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that's it close. I think it is, um, but I just, I just for me, I just prefer CD Lamb. I think CD Lamb's a better wide receiver in this draft class, um, and that's why I've opted for him for the Raiders, who I think will play to um, his strengths. Um, the next up, thirteenth pick of this draft, the Nut Forty Niners. Um, I'm going to take Henry Ruggs. Um, they get speed 
on the outside. You know, the owners looked good last year. They improved the defence. Someone like um, Debo Samuel did well last year. But now he's getting him a, a speed guy who can really stretch the field. Um, so I'm going to give him Henry Ruggs at number 13. So yeah, number 14 pick, uh, that's yourself with the books. Um, probably the best players left on the board are ones where the books are pretty strong. Uh, but y- you can never be too strong in this position, I think. And I'm going to take the next best edge and the probably only other one worthy of a first round pick and that's Kaleev and Chassian. Um, he loves the sacks. He loves these tackles. Uh, they've got Barrett there who I believe they tagged. Yeah. Uh, so this is kind of insurance policy on him. Um, but uh, I think it'll be happily take probably the like when people are do uh, doing like the top fifties, uh, Chassian's usually in the thirteen to eighteen range. So yeah, yeah. books getting them at fourteen, it's it's probably just a right spot, uh, and it's somebody who helps get Brady on the field faster. Yeah, I mean that's probably a yard it took there in your position as well. Um, he says a bit of insurance for Shaq Barrett, but also he can learn under. Um, experienced player like JPP who they've still got there. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, Clavion Chaser, um, Shaq Barrett, and then you've got Vita Vaya, DT, along with... Um, Sue. Sue. Uh, I think it looks like a pretty formidable D-line and there'll be no issues in getting to the passer there. Yeah. Uh, pick 15, I'm up with the Broncos. I'd like a wide receiver here. Um, but I think it's a little bit too high for any. Um, um I have seen uh ones about people trading in for Justin Jefferson to make sure uh, they get him. Who's who's kind of the next guy? But uh, I do think the the Broncos need help with wide receiver because they only seem to be caught on something there of note. But uh, yeah, um. So here, I'm going to text CJ Henderson, the cornerback out of Florida. Um, I think it's a deep enough wide receiver class that the Broncos can address something in the, get someone in the second round of a first-round ability that maybe would have been in the first round in previous years. Yeah. So I'll have the Broncos with Henderson there. Um, and I believe you're now with the next three picks. Yep. Uh, Falcons, Dolphins and Cowboys. Uh, right, so with the Falcons, the same guys on the board who I took in in uh, uh, PFL, but there's another guy on the board now who wasn't on in that, um, and it's somewhere that they do need help. So I'm going to take Javon Kinlaw. Um, yep. He's going to clog up the middle for the Falcons, who have struggled in pass rush until they changed the defensive coach last year, but they did. Uh, they are looking a bit weak on there. So the big six foot five monster in the middle there for the Falcons. Um the Cowboys it's a bit of a difficult one, but somebody who I'm high on, but some others aren't as high on. Uh, but somewhere that the Cowboys have needed for a while. And when I'm gonna go Grant Pitt, safety. Yeah, 
And as soon as you said he's someone I'm all, who I'm all my own, yeah. I knew right away. Yeah, I absolutely love him. Uh, he played injured last year, uh, but his like, year before was phenomenal. Obviously, the Cowboys were linked with Earl Thomas off the Seahawks for years after years after years. So n- now they get their own. Um, and then with the Dolphins, I did want somebody to protect the new shiny quarterback or throw to the new shiny quarterback. Um, but is one that's going to blow your mind off. Because, um, and you're gonna see it's too early, and you didn't like him. Um, but oh, you are going for the running back. Yeah, uh, the one out of LSU. The Dolphins need weapons. Burrow needs his busy mate, Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Let's go on the Dolphins. Eighteen. I've been watching this guy for. For the last couple of weeks as well, he's like he's he's short, but he's not small. He like he is good. Like I would love him, love him for the Seahawks, and we've got uh, Chris Carson and Penny. Like he's 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 just a different. He's just a different dude. He's um nearly in love with him as much as I was with McCaffrey. <laughs> yeah, that that that's the reach of the first round. <laughs> yeah. um, well, he's one I'm not high on, but I think he's a second round. Well, player. This time next year, when we're going back over the picks, we'll see. Yeah, I'll be reminding you that was, <laughs> and I'll be reminding you that he should have went top five. <laughs> right, so um, you're up next for the readers again. Yeah, um, it's been a tough one this season. I'd have definitely took Javon Kindle if he'd have been there. Um, obviously, I took I took CD Lamb. Yep. And I'm just I'm I'm seriously debating taking another wide receiver. Um, decisions. Yeah, see that I'd definitely took Javon Kinlaw. I'm tempted by someone like um, Black. Is it Blacklock? I think. Yeah, uh, I think it might be a bit too high here for him. Blacklock the DT. Yeah. Nah, like he's he's projected like Albert. Uh, Jill Brandt's top one hundred, Daniel Jeremiah's top fifty, like like all them kind of things, and he seems to be coming in the twenty to twenty five range on 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 most of them. So I think pick nineteen's not that much of a reach. Okay, so I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have him taking Christian Fulton. Um, I think they need some cornerback help. Uh, they took Trayvon Mullin, I think it was last year. Yeah, Trayvon Mullin. Um, but I think there's still some question marks at that cornerback position. So I'm going to take in the uh, the LSU lad out of the uh, pick nineteen. Um, you're up with pick twenty now with the Jags, and also pick twenty one with the Eagles. Uh, 
Yeah, so with the Jags, I'm going for Jordan Love. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, um, I do not believe in Minshew. Um, I don't think no, I don't think he's very good. Uh, I think Jordan Love was in one of the worst situations any any quarterback has ever been in college last year. <laughs> um. Like when you look at what Tua had, what Herbert had, what Burrow had, and yet he's he's still being mentioned with them. Compare what he had, like I think that's some some knock on him. Um, and like I've said plenty of times, like I don't think this 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 draft class is a really strong year. Yeah. Um. So I. I'd rather take a shot on a quarterback who could be great than take a shot on like a uh, CG Anderson who, who who might work out. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then up uh, with the Eagles. And with the Eagles. This is a tough one, but I'm gonna go with Justin Jefferson for the Eagles. Uh, it's no no thing. He's that Wentz needs some help at wide receiver, uh, yeah. and, and he gets the best wide receiver left in at this point. But but still, somebody is good enough to be took in the first round, in my opinion. Uh, another LSU guy in the first. Yeah, I, I did wonder if he might have gone for the um, still stayed at LSU. We've gone for uh, someone like Patrick Queen. Yeah. Because uh, obviously, I know the Eagles need help at linebacker as well. Uh, well, Patrick Murray wouldn't be the first. Uh, yeah, Kenneth Murray wouldn't be the first first linebacker I picked anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, pick 22 with the Vikings. Um <laughs> I'm going to have them getting a replacement for um, Stefan Diggs. I'm going to have them taking a guy that I had him taking in the PFL mock draft, a guy who I'm very high on, and that's Denzel Mims. Um, Get some wide receiver out there. Um, Speed, speed, speed. I'd have liked a cornerback, um, but I'm just not convinced on any other corner. The next cornerback I've got is Jeff Gladney, um, but I don't think he's a first rounder. So I'm going to have to do at 22. Um, and you're up with the Patriots at 23. And I'm going with Justin Herbert. Yep. Uh, I'm not convinced that they're going into the season with Stidham. <laughs> like, uh, if they do, then. Bill Belichick's got some Josie Mourinho thinking he's like Jesus vibe going on if he if he comes in the season with him as uh, the starter. Um, might look s- silly in a year's time staying that if it turns out he's amazing, but uh, nah, uh, I think Herbert will be a nice fit there. Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a position of need as well at the same time as being probably the best player available for their need. Yeah, so I think I'm up next again with the Saints. Uh, 
Tied with the corner, yeah. I think Trayvon Diggs is left. Um, but Davenport hasn't really worked out for them. Um, so I'm uh, I'm gonna go with one of your pen boys. Um, and you getting gross matters. Uh, right before the Seahawks would have probably took him. Um, but the Saints, one of these teams, like every, everywhere you look, is pretty loaded. Yeah. Um. So if they can bring him in, then uh, he can play rotational. He can come in on passing downs. He can. He like it, it's a perfect situation for someone. Where if he goes to Seahawks, he's he, he's expected to like play every time. He's expected to get sacks and stuff. Where yeah. where with the Saints, you can like hide behind Jordan, uh, hide behind Sheldon Rankins. Um, you're just coming in on passing downs, like kind of like when Frank Clark went to the Seahawks and we had Averill and Bennett, and then on unclear passing situations, Bennett would move inside the DT and Frank Clark would get an extra kind of thing, but he's not being relied on. Uh, I just think it's a good spot for him. Yeah, my biggest concern with um, you talk about Matt his pass rush ability. Um, He's very athletic, but I don't think he's going to get you double-digit sacks. Yeah. Um, I, I do wonder if you might be more suited to a 3-4-D end as opposed to being classed as an edge guy. Yeah. Uh, well, he certainly has the size. Like He's like six foot five, two 260 or 70. Um, he's just really he's got like almost 18 sacks in, in the last two years. Um but, um, like, like I said, because of the situation, he'll, he, nobody will be expecting to go in and get like ten sacks. Like, it, if he contributes for like five, and Cam Jordan gets his ten, it's it's it, it, it's still like, oh, yep, he, he was worth the pick, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'll write him. You know, he's one of my pen boys. Um, but as I say, I, my biggest concern with him is his comparison could be Marcus Davenport, yeah, who was took as an edge guy and just hasn't worked out. That's my concern for him. Um, but you know, but I think this is sort of his landing spot, sort of mid to late twenties. Um, but at pick twenty five, I'm back up with the Vikings. Um, I'm gonna have them. I'm having tech. Uh, I'm torn on two two players here at the same position. I'm just having a look at what else is on the board. Uh, yeah, I'm torn on two players at the same pick. You can tell how different this is to last year because last year we had guys ready to go off, and 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 this year we're like, mm, who's left? Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah. right from pick one with Bengals and Chase Young, this this draft's just been. <laughs> um, we're going to have the Vikings taking a player who I was quite high on, um, who has dropped down boards considerably, and that's uh, AJ Epinesa out of Iowa. Yeah, um, you know, I remember checking out college players sort of around about October time, and AJ Epinesa was the second best, second best edge guy. He was sort of mocked in the seven to ten range, 
and now he's dropped behind Chase on. For most people, drop behind Gross Matos. Um, so I'm going to have the Vikings take Kaibay Panessa there. They need a bit of help on the D line, and I think he'll bring it. Um, I am. Um, I was listening to Seahawks podcast the other day, and they were comparing him to Clowney. Um, because he'd had like 58 pressures last year. Yeah. Uh. Which was the most? Uh, Two thousand and nineteen was like his first year as a starter. Uh, but he also got twenty six sacks. Um, like that was in nineteen his first year as a starter, and he made the uh, all all Big Ten team. Um, but uh, I pretty good pick there when they need it. Um. So I'm back up with the Dolphins now, aren't I? Yeah, the Dolphins, uh, third and final pick of the first round, pick number 26. Uh, so I am going to go. Is Austin Jackson still there? The USA tackle? Yeah, he is. Yep, I'm going to go with that guy. Keep Barrow up. Okay, um... And now I'm up with the Seahawks. Um, as we say every time, I'm going to get this wrong. Um, Trade back. Hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, now there's three positions I'm tempted. Three three players that have caught my eye straight away here. Uh, I'm tempted by going for someone at tackle like Josh Jones out of Houston. Um, I'm also by taking someone like Cesar Ruiz who can play centre or guard but my pick is going to be Zach Bourne uh, edge guy out of Wisconsin um, he's a guy who I've seen like, mocked in the uh, late first round I think he'll bring a bit of edge pressure that the uh, Seahawks are going to need um, having not brought Clowney back <clears throat> yeah. so I'm going to have him, uh, an edge guy in Zach Bourne here um, and then I'm up again with the Ravens. Um, and I'm going to have them take... I'm going to have them... I really want to get Patrick Queen here out of LSU. But I'm going to have them take Cesar Ruiz. Um, they like to move the ball with Jackson and Ingram. And I think Ruiz will definitely... Uh, Create that space for him. As I said, as I said with the Seahawks picking, he plays centre or guard, so got a bit of a movement there as to where they want to play him. And I definitely think he'll help push the uh, D line back a fair bit. So I'm going to have him taking Caesar Ruiz. Yep, and I am up with the Titans. Yep, you're fine up the draft. Mm, this is a tough one. Um. Do I go with a running back like Jonathan Taylor? And then they don't have to resign Henry next year? Or do I take Miguel on at CB? Or Miguel Willie Gear at linebacker, who they probably don't need? Um... 
did you take uh, Blackstock? Uh, no. Blacklock? No. Oh, well. Easy pick for the Titans then. I'm going to go Brass Blacklock. They've just lost Jarrell Casey to the Broncos. Uh, they did get Simmons last year. And Blacklock, first, another first round of this year, Gans in the middle with him. Yeah. Um, so you're taking Blacklock there. Uh, so I'm, the, the next three picks and the final three picks are the, uh, the draft and the Packers, Niners again, and the Chiefs. Um, so the Packers here, they're going to need wide receiver, in my opinion. They could give me someone to play opposite Devontae Adams. Uh, I'm not sure if I rate Brandon or Uke. Or Jaden Regal here. Um, I'm just trying to think if they need if they need linebacker help. And there's one guy on the board. I'm absolutely amazed he's still there, but he's not a fit here. Um, I'm going to have him take Brandon Ayuk. Uh, not Brandon Ayuk, sorry, Jalen Ragor, I meant, sorry. <clears throat> I always get them two mixed up for some reason. <laughs> um, I like Ragor. Many concern, he comes out of TCU. Um, the, play, the team he would have come up against last year. Um, I think he's in a position that the Packers need, so we'll take him there. So, yeah, with the, the 31st pick for the 49ers, I'm stuck on who to take here. Um, uh, I'm going to have him take a guy who I don't think falls his part in the draft who I might find who's surprised to and that's safety Xavier McKinney um, I think this is one where it's best player available um, I, I don't don't think they need a safety that much but um, I just think he's too good to turn down there there's no way he makes it into the second in the draft. And then with the 32nd and final pick of the first uh, and 10 mock draft, with the Kansas City Chiefs, the Super Bowl winner, I'm going to for me, the best running back in this draft class, and that's J.K. Dobbins. Thanks. So... Uh, the mock draft. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's a pretty good pick for the Niners. Uh, uh, the the Packers regular, obviously wide receivers, something that they need. Uh, Packers fans cry every Sunday about Rogers needs more weapons. Um, the Forty Niners pick was a good one, as all all the defensive backs apart from Ward who just signed a new two-year extension, I think, are all in the contract year. Uh, Sherman, Witherspoon, Tart, uh, so it makes makes sense to bring in a safety. Um, and then with the last pick, uh, running back for the Chiefs, uh, we saw how much difference Kareem Hunt made when he was there, so uh, they'll be hoping that uh, Dobbins has the same effect. So, yeah, good ones. 
I think it's um, an interesting draft. If the draft takes any kind of shot, I think the only um, sort of expected picks was like the old name player where they went. Yeah. Um, well, I think there's like four really good tackles. Um, and then the tackles kind of drop off a bit. Um, yeah. Like, well, from them four, like m- m- maybe not from other years, um, but it's it's a pretty strong interior offensive line draft according to all the experts. As you know, I don't really dig too much into all line stuff because I think that's a position on the field that matters most, like the offensive player and the person playing next to you kind of thing. Like, I've only ever really seen Quentin Nelson who watched a gear and I thought, Jesus, look at him. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but uh, yeah, so it's, I've seen that it's a strong, like it's it's every scout and pundit that you talk to say it's the best wide receiver class they've ever seen. How uh, uh, deep it is, etc. Which is why people think that the Titans and uh, not the Titans, the, the Texans are mental for giving up the second for Cooks. Uh, the Bills, like, why why give up for Diggs when it's the strongest wide receiver class in years? Um, obviously, Hopkins with the second-round pick, you're not going to complain about that. Um, but and interior offensive line is another one that I keep seeing. is like, really strong. But, yeah, you don't see any interior guys going in the first. Um, no, very, very rare. Um I mean, looking at the wide receiver, just to show the wide receiver past depth, guys that weren't taken in the first round, um, Michael Pittman Jr., T. Higgins, Leviska Chenault, uh, Brandon Ayuk, they've all sort of been spoken about as possible first round talent. Um, so, you know, there is a lot of depth there. Um, the running backs... I think I'd be surprised if two running backs went in the first round. Uh, obviously, we had um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, I think DeAndre Swift would probably likely be the first running back off the uh, off the board. Uh, did T. Higgins not go on the first neither? Nah, nah. Uh-huh. So that's all me. You know, it shows yeah. that the world is I mean, we had. One, two, three, four, five, six wide receivers in the first round. And we've just named another four or five who could <laughs> or should be in previous years. Um, uh, well, like that to me, like it's 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 good for the Seahawks. Like, where in a year where we don't need a wide receiver? Um, so that means everybody else, like outside of wide receiver, like we have a good shot of getting. Like we have two late seconds, um. So if we trade back the twenty sixth as well, like we could be looking at like three seconds and three thirds kind of thing, um. Yeah. In a year where running back is good but not like first round great, um. Interior is good, so we could. Pick up two interior linemen, a cornerback, and a running back, like while everybody else is like filling up on the wide receivers. Yeah, exactly. So, 
I think, as I said, you know, if the draft goes like this, I think a lot of people will be amazed. Um, Chase Young with the first pick just sort of twisted it all. Just, uh, just made everything wrong already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, straight away, you were on the back foot. You were like, oh, shit. <laughs> I, I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> nah. Um, obviously. Well, like, it's kind of like drafty where the, like, Bo Callahan's name didn't read out and everybody else was like, ah, what's happening? What, what, why is nobody yeah. taking him? <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, you know, like, so we, we didn't talk to each other at all about this draft whatsoever. Um, Try to make it as realistic as possible in the sense of, like, you know, we just making it up as if it's a draft noise. But, 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 but what's, like, so weird is that, like, had I been number one for the Bengals, I would have took Chase Young. But, like, but it's, it, it's, and, like, you m- m- might have took an offensive tackle at number two or three. Um, but because it was the other one of us doing it, it just threw us off so much. <laughs> yeah, when you keep reading all the time about someone going first overall, is what I've done for the last two, three months, maybe? Probably four months. Yeah, like, um, I don't remember any uh, unanimous number one overall, like since like Miles Garrett. Uh, like obviously, last year was Kyler, but everything like it, it wasn't sure the year before was Baker, and like it it changed every week who was gone, who was gonna go number one. Um, yeah. And like I, I feel like Joe Barrow, like like we've known for about two months, like the same as we did with Miles Garrett. It's like yeah. right, we know who's gone there. So then the actual draft will start at, at, at pick three, in my opinion, because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows it's um, it's Burrow it, 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 it's, it's and Young, and then the draft starts. Yeah, but we can guarantee now that both teams, Bengals and Redskins, next week will probably take about eight minutes to submit their pick. Uh, Even though they know full well who they're taking and what they're doing, it happens every year. It did with um, Jared Goff for the Rams before, like yeah, the Bengals for Gareth, the Rams for Goff. even last year with Marino, it was fully expected he was going to go number one overall, but I still took ages submitting the pick. Um, obviously, the opinion of just get it off with, you know what you're doing, just go and do it. And obviously, this year, they'll, the actual draft will be like similar to the one we've just did. Like people it, in the houses on their phones. Uh, obviously, with a lot more expensive equipment, there'll be knee big short Vegas like there was supposed to be. Yeah, the world would just be doing it on an iPad. I'll <laughs> be <laughs> recording this at the minute. Um, but yeah, that you know, I enjoy I enjoy the mock drafts. I enjoy the ones we do on PFL. Um, I enjoyed the mock draft we did last year on this pod, and um, I enjoyed it this year. And you know, maybe next year we can get a guest on to be a third person to put the captain amongst the pigeons, so to speak. Um, but you know, we got. Got time to think about that, but at the minute, you know, that's the uh, the twenty twenty first and ten mock draft. Chase Young was your number one overall pick. Um, a few surprises there, but 
it was good to record, good to chat as always. Yep. Right. So that pretty much wraps it up. Um, if you're not already following us, which I'm sure you will be, because this podcast is absolutely amazing and brings you great content every week, uh, you can find us over on Twitter, first and 10 NFL UK. But for now, uh, that's enough from me, Shane the Giants fan. Yep, and me, Danny, the Seahawks fan. Sweet, I'll uh, look at recording a pod maybe just before the draft next week or just after. We'll play it by here, see if anything interesting happens. Yeah, or during round one. <laughs> yeah, because we'll be awake for it, 100%. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but good talking to you, mate. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, see you in a bit. See you later. Yeah. Thank you.